Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now right. what movie are we talking about again i watched batman i don't know <laughs> which one uh all of them 66. i marathoned them because i wasn't sure which one we were doing uh, actually, it's Nick August Cage. So, oh, god damn it! So you were supposed to watch a View to a Kill. So obviously, we watched. <laughs> was it Lego Batman that he was in? Yeah, the, uh... he he's the Lego Superman. No, he's in. No, no, he's uh, he's Superman in uh, Teen Titans. That's what it is in Teen Titans. That's it. Yeah, I think it's Channing Tatum in the Lego one. Teen Titans Go. I really like Teen Titans Go. It was pretty good. Or go to it the, was a great movie. Teen Titans Go yeah. to the movie. <laughs> I love when they. I love when the guy who's like si- uh, singing slash narrating gets run over. Right. So. <laughs> and they're just like, uh, gotta go. <laughs> just keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I love the Teen Titans though. I think my favorite episode is when they battle the sentient tofu. <laughs> I've never actually seen the show. I've only seen the movie, but I like the movie. Oh, the show's basically the movie. Okay, I'm in. Yeah. It is how they say the best. Around Nothing's gonna happen That was the one disappointing part For the whole show And the movie In the comic books Starfire's a total slut She'll fuck anything that moves Right That doesn't sound like A kid's movie (laughs) I know But they just They just didn't translate it Okay So she should've like Just kissed everything that moves Since it was a kid's movie Mm, I'm saying Let's just do Teen Titans Hard R (laughs) Alright Wait, isn't we want to see Cyborg. Isn't that what they're doing on the WB with that fuck Batman trailer they did? Oh, that's so funny. You mean the dubba 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 WB? WWE? No, the dubba 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 WB. Look up 90s WB commercials. We're making a cinematic universe. Good lord. It's going to They're going to bring back Felicity for it. Oh yeah. Felicity Huffman from Transamerica. Honey, honey, you're so young. There was a show called Felicity. It was oh, awful. I know what it is. Oh, he knows Felicity. I know. <laughs> oh, he jerked off to Felicity so many times. Mm. Uh, I was 12, so yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm no liar. Felicity, Ellie McBeal, The Titus Show. And then, <laughs> and then just to confuse, and then just to confuse myself even more, also to Angel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, oh I'm sorry. David Boreanaz. Uh, uh, get out of the way, Spike. The vampire turned <laughs> detective. Yeah, what the uh, fuck? Buffy or Boreanaz? No I don't know which one to okay. choose. I fucking loved Angel so much. I liked it more I'll than f- Buffy. <laughs> I'll fuck everything that moves. The BH stands for Boreanaz house. <laughs> hey, uh, Steve. Uh, yes, Brandon. Where does Boreanaz fuck? Everywhere. <laughs> Everything I 
Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, Nick August Cage is in full effect. Oh my god, we definitely found one of the bat shittier, crazier ones. 2018's Between Worlds. <laughs> but Steve, I smell something. <laughs> smells like maple syrup and high high octane beer. Could that be a Canadian? The hint of healthcare. Wait, Brendan, is that you? Hello? <laughs> or is that some sort of moose? What was that? I got nothing. Smell healthcare and multiple cats. <laughs> Must be Brendan. <laughs> yes, Brendan from the What Were They Thinking podcast. Welcome, Brendan. Oh, first time guest, long time listener. <laughs> um, I do have a question right off the top. Okay. Yeah. Is an episode necessary? Because I think we just heard the entire plot. You know what? Pretty much up until the last five minutes. Yeah, we got it all. From start to conclusion. So so what did we learn from the Between Worlds trailer? I don't know what's real. I think we know how Nick Cage Fox. Everywhere! Oh my goodness. We are now so much more intimate with Mr. Cage. Uh, but you know what they didn't bring up? The memoirs! Oh, that's coming up. Oh. oh, save that one. But first, babe. Yeah? I need a good stiff drink. <laughs> mm, you need something good and stiff. It's Nicholas Cage. 
what? What's, what's happening? This podcast. <laughs> you guys have changed. You guys have really changed. Yeah, since we moved to Utah, we just got <laughs> less moralistic somehow, though. But we have to balance it out. <laughs> exactly. That's right. We have uh, from Wasatch Brewing. In honor of the great, the wonderful, the magnificent, the patron saint of our podcast, Nicolas Cage, Ghost Rider IPA! Yeah! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Legend has it the Ghost Rider roams the high desert seeking revenge on those who stole oh, his babe, recipe. Babe, 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 babe. You gotta do it in the Sam Elliott narrator voice. <laughs> Steve, would you oh, like to do it. the okay. honors? Legend has it the Ghost Rider roams the high desert seeking revenge on those who stole his recipe for the perfect IPA. This easy drinking bear has a juicy citrus flavor with a balanced malt backbone, transitioning into a pine finish that will have you coming back for more. Roadhouse. <laughs> By the way, I think Wait. this movie on the side of this can made more sense than the movie we watched. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, guys. Guys, this movie... Could have arguably also been called Ghost Rider. Yeah, really? uh, yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I'm going to pop my top in honor of that. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh! <laughs> oh, some body snatching happens, some invading happens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my top. And the port. Yeah. It's a beautiful golden <laughs> ale. I can't see if it's got any hot paste to it because I'm drinking this out of the most awesome Bigfoot mug from Skeletal Drop Dropkick. You can find her on Etsy. She makes awesome mugs. Hmm? And no, I'm not getting paid for this. I just really love her work. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty nice. It's got a yeah. nice piney uh, aroma to it. Nice white foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Yeah, but the uh, the taste is yeah definitely more citrus than piney. I think. Yeah, definitely. It's more the citrusy hop, but it smells very piney. Hmm. Interesting, delightful. Indeed, From... and apparently this India Pale Ale is brewed with coriander. Ooh. According to the can here, so. Wasatch is Utah's first brewer- craft brewery. Mm-hmm. So, Steve. Brendan, are you drinking anything? I uh, didn't think I was going to have anything for this, but then I looked in the fridge and found I still had Pinnacle Vodka from, like, years ago. Oh, shit. So I'm, uh, I'm just going to polish some of that off. <laughs> Isn't it amazing what you find when you start putting everything you own into boxes? Oh, <laughs> man, that is, uh, that is not freshly bought. I'll tell you <laughs> that. Everybody likes a good aged vodka. <laughs> well, we all know it gets better with age. <laughs> just like a potato. Like... Just imagine it in 25 years. Oh, yeah. So you got to stick it in the back of your fridge, and then you can find it next time you're uh, packing up everything you own. It does have a nice whipped cream flavor, I will say. Ew. Yeah! Also, I want to say that, uh, uh, Steve, that whole time I know you were doing a Sam Elliott impression, and first of all, I want to say, uh, great job. Thank you, thank you. Um... But all I could think of that whole time was Bradley Cooper from A Star Is Born. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I just wanna, ha- I just half- wanna take one more look at you. Halfway through it, I was like, "No, this isn't Sam Elliott. This is someone trying to do a Sam Elliott very poorly." And His name is Steve. Now, if you'll excuse me, me, I'm gonna go to the garage real quick. Let me see your nose again. Let me, let me just rub my finger up on it. Mm. That's real nice. Now that's. When a star is born. There's some French fried potatoes. As disturbing as all of this is, this movie is still more disturbing. 
<laughs> you know, Nicolas Cage has a little bit of that in his accent in this movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. So. He's been hanging Guys, out the I'm still not convinced this is a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> you just heard the trailer. If it has a trailer, I... it's a real movie. No, that's that is not a trailer. That is a music video for the entire film. <laughs> it's a synopsis. Uh, this yes. was the second trailer. That was like that was like Wikipedia. It's Wikipedia page set to music. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, so yeah, 2018's Between Worlds from writer, director, producer Maria Pulera. Ooh, was she also the caterer and <laughs> Pro- costume designer? Probably. Uh, you may know her from her other work, like movies like uh, Falsely Accused hmm. and this. Yeah! <laughs> and she's in pre-production of a movie called El Matador. Mm-hmm. Not starring Nicolas Wait. Cage, though, so we're Aww. probably not going to see it. <laughs> Isn't there a movie called The Matador with Pierce Brosnan? Yes, but this is El Matador. This Com- one's totally different. Completely different. I would love it if it was just the exact same movie, but in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> it's El Matador. It's Spanish for The Matador. <laughs> it's a completely original movie called El Hangover. <laughs> L Between Worlds. Yes. And there's basically only three actors you need to know in this movie. Yeah. Uh, there's, of course, Sir Nicholas Cage as Joe. Patron saint yeah. of this year podcast. Yeah. It's like the eighth time he's played someone named Joe. Uh, fun fact. Uh, it's the fourth time he's played somebody named Joe. <laughs> yep. uh, and the third time he's been in a movie filmed in Mobile, Alabama. And I believe he was Joe in all three of those, too. Yeah. But <laughs> not a direct sequel of any of those movies. Or I would like to I believe. So anyway. I would like to believe this is all one continuing world, like a multiverse. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. Isn't wait? Isn't he in a movie called Joe? He is from 2013. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. Uh, and Next if week. you if you look at the posters, really similar too. <laughs> is he standing in front of a flaming this... background with greasy hair? Pretty much. <gasps> As I say, this poster tells you nothing about the movie. Oh no. <laughs> No, you know no. what, though? Weirdly, this poster does sort of give the end away. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I'm like, where is the giant ball of fire? Yeah. You gotta stick around until the end. <laughs> oh, my God, this movie. Uh, oh, also, uh, Franca Patente is in this movie as, as Julie. Uh, Brent- Jean Grey! No, that's, that's, Jean that's Grey. Famke Johnson. Oh, oh, fuck! <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. It's not uh, Zinnia on a top from Golden. Golden she, Eye. She's she's a born identity girl. Yes, born identity and uh, run, Lola, run, run, Lola, run. Yeah, yeah. Not all German Great. girls look alike, Brendan. That's stereotyping. <laughs> hey, you know what? I feel like the Germans did worse things. <laughs> Spoiler <Hot> alert. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert for what the atrocities of World War Two? list. <laughs> Spoiling the end of the Holocaust. So, sorry, sorry for those of you who haven't boned up on your history yet. When you get to 1939, you are in for a shocker. You know, it's we, weird. You know, we do have a large uh, American audience, and I don't know about any of you. We never got past 1945 in our history books. Like any year of school, it always got up to there, and then it was like, "Well, that's the end of school year." Uh, and then the super charismatic ago. guy, the super charismatic guy, was about to run Germany. The end of history. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we our our sort of got to about there, and then all of a sudden, everything was about Nixon. 
that's that's the, the, the California school system. Yeah, well, dot dot dot. But we're dot still, dot Vietnam question mark. I don't know. Anyway, go home early, kids. We're, we we spent so much time learning about the gold miners and the 49ers <laughs> rush and Sutter's Mill and Sutter's Fort and Sutter's Creek and Sutter's Run. <laughs> Sutter did a lot Wait, of shit. Did you go to Sutter High? I'm just no. curious. <laughs> no, the Californians out there know what I'm talking about. Oh, we had did to build a mission. <laughs> did Julie Nixon finance your school? No, Coca Cola financed my school. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> that check, that check so out. you didn't learn about Fanta then? I, I believe Nixon did history. bring Coke to China, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Finally, my history. <laughs> In the next three months, we're going to talk about Vietnam War from the perspective of Coca-Cola. Now, I would like everybody who's not from California out there to take a moment and Google, I think it's like fifth grade California mission project, and you will see a whole bunch of little clay missions. You have to build one. (laughs) It's fucking nuts. And every California kid does it. Every single one. Izzy, all of this makes more sense than this movie. Yeah, it's true. Say, speaking of Coke, back to Between Worlds. <laughs> yeah, you mean the start of Between Worlds. Yeah. Oh, and the third actor you need to know is Penelope Mitchell. Is uh, she, Steve? she plays Billy. She's a blonde. She's a blonde. <laughs> is she in anything else? I didn't recognize her. No, I don't know that I know of. She's not Elizabeth Mitchell's daughter or anything? Who? Uh, no, she's Penelope she... Cruz's illegitimate daughter. Uh, there we go there we go all right <laughs> <laughs> no further questions all right so we start off uh first thing i noticed was this is from sabin films who's who's he steve <gasps> and i Carl immediately <laughs> thought of the power rangers i don't know about the rest of you <laughs> yeah <laughs> however i looked it up not the same company oh yeah apparently sabin video does power rangers and oh. sabin Films started like 2015 or something like that and they have like 70 Mm. independent films it was started by carl sabin (laughs) (laughs) he just studies the universe as it pertains to power rangers (laughs) thousands and thousands of i mean all the research points to the same thing we have to stop this rita repulsa Listen to Zordon, or whatever the fuck his name was. You guys know way too much about Power Rangers. <laughs> I'm still not entirely sure I've ever seen a full episode. Lies. All I'm saying is, the Blue Ranger was pretty awesome, and I just want to point out that the Yellow Ranger was Asian. It's true. The, I heard there was also a, bla- a Black Power Ranger. And he was black. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> the black guy was black? I know, right? The Black Power Ranger was a black guy. Some crazy shit right there. That checks out. Mind blown. Love the 90s. So we start off this movie. (laughs) with Sorry, you said Power Rangers. You brought this on yourself, Steve. That's true. My my mistake. Uh, But we start off with a mother and daughter drowning. Mm -hmm. Or at least that's what it appears to be. I don't know. Turns out it's two friends. We find out later. But it totally looks like a mother and daughter drowning the way they've got a shot. (laughs) And then we uh, in the most realistic those kids those those girls are one hundred percent under ice. It's not poorly photoshopped even a little bit. I don't know why you would say that. Not even a little bit. Babe. Not even a little bit. That is the realest footage that ever reeled in the history of real footage. <laughs> right from the get go, this movie confused me. <laughs> it's like, who are these people, and why do I care? <laughs> 
I, I assume they were evil and deserved it. They're dead now. Yo. So. Moving on. I just wanted to see Nick Cage standing above the ice being like, That's right! <laughs> That's what you get! Snake eyes! <laughs> you got snake eyes! Uh, Throwing down blood money on the, the ground. <laughs> yeah, but quickly we get to a more interesting movie starring Nicolas Cage as a trucker. Yeah. Yes. With a bunch of, like, I guess he's also a pimp based on all his rings. I mean, you know, he likes to be fashionable. <laughs> it's got a ring on every finger. He really does. Steve, I need to start wearing more rings. Do you, though? I do. Just gotta scratch your face up, you know that. <laughs> They're gonna get caught in my hair. <laughs> Izzy, can I ask you a question? Yes. So, Nick Cage with this look, with this grizzled trucker look, right? Yeah. Did you think it was kind of hot? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I was kind of into it. Yeah. Nick Cage is a yeah. grizzled trucker, not paying his bills, banging strange. <laughs> Just sweating, greasing it up. Yeah. Super into it. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. Full beard Cage is like full power. He, yeah. He's gone Super Saiyan. Exactly. He's reached the next <laughs> level. Go, go, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Which is why, <laughs> which is why he then uh, hears a noise when he's on his way to the restroom. Oh, wait, but not before there is a shot that goes slowly up the back of a fat man's oh, ass. Oh, yeah. As, as if, as if it was a Michael Bay movie and that was a woman in a bikini. Yeah. Like, it's shot the exact same way and I was like, that's that's madness. It's like it's a Laura Croft movie and someone's in a shower. <laughs> <laughs> but then, surprise, right. it's the fat guy Ricardo behind the counter. Who, who, and aside from the three actors that you named in this movie, Steve, no one in the background, none of the extras, no one can act. Like, oh, no. everyone is terrible. <laughs> and, and it's great because, like, Nick Cage tries doing the scene, like, oh, it's Ricardo, and everybody's like, hey, I told you not to do that. Yeah, and Nick Cage you, is just like, are you do we want to do another take? Or? Are you interested in our dessert selection? Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Sorry, the script says laugh. <laughs> Laug. <laughs> doing what it's... <laughs> yeah, so sorry, go back to your thing. Uh, but, yeah, so Nick Cage, uh, after speaking to the cashier, uh, goes to the shitter, but he hears a noise. <gasps> and he checks it out, and a woman's being choked! <gasps> and so he jumps to the rescue and starts beating the crap out of the guy choking her. Yeah, he's a fucking hero. Right? Just starts beating the shit out of him. And the girl's like, oh no, stop, don't do that. Ah. By the way, that is, I think, the most realistic scene in any movie ever. Every guy I know who has tried to save a girl who's getting the shit beat out, a strange girl who's getting the shit beat out of her in a bathroom, in a bar, in a parking lot, has always ended up getting, like, stabbed or something by the chick. Yeah. Yeah. Shows where you grew up, babe. No. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my buddy Mox got, got stabbed, like, four times by four different chicks in parking lots. God damn, I didn't know it was that prevalent. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it, Well, Steve, it's a growing business. Yeah, say, apparently the uh, autoerotic, or I don't know what you would call it, yeah, asphyxiation, asphyxiation. Uh, yeah. thing yeah. is just booming. It's everywhere. Well, is it is it autoerotic if someone else is doing it to yeah, you? Yeah, that's, that's why I was like, uh, I don't know, du- duo, Manual duo erotic. erotic? Just, just erotic asphyxiation, I guess, at that point? Yeah. Mut- mut- mutual erotic? 
If you know the answer to this, please send a DM us at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Uh, but yeah, she's just trying to get off. No big deal, right? Yeah. Um, mm. but, uh, that's what I thought. Apparently, that's not really what was going on. Um, Brendan, could you explain what was what she was trying to do? Sure. She she was getting this man to choke her so that she could, I guess, die and be outside of her own body. Do you want, do I keep going from there? Keep, to, keep going. to find to find the soul of her daughter who is in a coma. Yeah, of course, right? I mean that that is I mean five minutes into this movie. You get three guesses at what really happened in that bathroom. You get that on like the third or fourth one, right? Oh easily. Easily. <laughs> Yeah, that's... When she said that, I was like, what am I in for? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we didn't even read... Okay, we saw this uh, just searching for Nick Cage on Netflix. We didn't even yeah. read the just the no, synopsis like, or anything. We're just worlds, like, Nicholas Cage, fireball, we're in. Yeah, all right, cool. And when this came up, yeah, four minutes into the movie or something like that, <laughs> we're like, oh, fuck, what are we getting into? <laughs> It looks like Rena Raphael had like a small, uh, like a slightly higher budget for Showgirls Two, and Nick Cage just stumbled into it when he was drunk. <laughs> oh my god, that'd have been amazing! Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Let me take you to the pool. <laughs> oh god. So yeah, they're like talking about each other's family, and she's like, "I know this is really heavy stuff. I shouldn't dump on you." He's like, "Oh yeah, I lost my family too. Here's a picture of them." Oh. You think you're hot shit? And it's like, and she says, that's terrible. And I... No, the way he does the reveal is he's like, I have a wife and daughter too. You're like, oops, they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like them? Oops, and, they're and, dead. And the way she responded saying that's terrible was either that's a terrible delivery of that line or that's a horrible circumstance. <laughs> okay, I couldn't no, no, quite no. tell. It, it was, you're a horrible human being. To be fair, though, the very first shot we have of him before he even, before he meets anybody, before he goes in, he's drinking, so he's oh, yeah. super fucking drunk. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's still behind the wheel, but he's super <laughs> well, drunk. Yeah, well, yeah, well, because he's more into it than she is, because she's damn near half dead. Yeah. So he's going to drive her big rig for her. I think, yeah, because she was getting in her big rig, and she's like, I, think take, she's all... I can't drive, take me to the hospital. Yeah. Is she in a big rig? She was, because she's a big rig driver. Yeah, she... But she's tired. She, she's, you know, she's tired. I mean, Izzy, she just was dead for a few minutes, yeah. so I mean... <laughs> yeah, she's also super hot, because she just got off. Yeah! Alright. So they're going to the hospital to see the daughter, <laughs> to make sure she's okay. That would have been okay. such a great twist. Sorry. That would have been such a great twist if this is all a ruse, and she was just really getting on. <laughs> it's like, she's to get to the hospital, like, look... <laughs> Look, Julie, we can't keep covering up the story for you. Like, oh, what do you mean? What happened to my daughter? You, you, you don't have a daughter. This, this, this girl's my daughter. Choke me. <laughs> Look, I know you're always going to have a 16-year-old who's in here for drunk driving. Yeah. Just tell them they're my daughter before their memory comes back. This is very important for me to get off. <laughs> Would have been a less it's insane a very, plot. It's a very specific fetish. You know, Steve, when you start going down that hole, I mean, eventually it just becomes something that becomes damn near impossible to fulfill. Wait, wait. Now you're <laughs> suggesting that part of the fetish is that she has to go to this hospital and see a young girl and pretend it's her daughter. Yeah. <laughs> and and the only time she can climax is when she hears that child go, Mommy? <laughs> It's rare that she achieves climax, then. Sploosh. <laughs> so, anyway. 
of watch this movie, guys. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we're still like oh. minute six of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a seven-hour podcast. <laughs> Uh, so we so we get to the hospital. Uh, Billy's Billy's alive, but she seems really confused. Doesn't know what's going on. Uh, she says, "Hey, Mama, who who's that?" And point over at Nicholas Cage, and like, "Oh, it's that's 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 a friend. He he's helping us out." And then, boop, right back into a coma. And you yeah, know what that she, means? <laughs> She's got to go for someone, two in one day. <laughs> Someone got to get choked again. <laughs> but who's going to help her get choked out at a hospital? If only there was the world's greatest actor around somewhere. <laughs> Nick Cage? Oh, look, look, I, uh, Miss uh, Joe, I need your help. If you could just take a few hits off that whiskey bottle you brought into the hospital and then choke <laughs> me out in a stairwell, I think we can save my daughter. <laughs> Why don't you just ask your voodoo doctor friend? Yeah. She's a nurse. Come Sorry, on. voodoo nurse. Yeah, yeah. The, the Haitian nurse and her her warnings are incredible. <laughs> so, Steve, the I'm pretty sure you've had this medical exact, staff exact scenario of color. happen to you, correct? <laughs> you took a friend to the hospital, was a little drunk, she asked you to choke her out of stairwell while a Haitian nurse was telling you that this may that the person in the other room may not be who they think they are. I don't recall telling you that story, <laughs> but I all of this the is time. in the movie. <laughs> This, sound, this is just stuff that happens, guys. This is, this is just the movie. This does sound like something that would happen to one of Steve's friends, though. It really like, kind of would. Steve, I need you to choke me in a hallway. Oh, it, it totally sounds like a Kalisha story. <laughs> I, I'm not calling anyone out. <laughs> you'll just you'll just bleep that, right? Oh, she doesn't listen. You, you'll just bleep that in post. Is it is it Kalisha, Alicia, Felicia, or Isha? Isha. <laughs> All right, so uh, Nick Cage starts choking her out. <laughs> but she's uh, able to uh, save her daughter. Daughter comes back. And then the daughter's friends show up that were uh, riding motorcycles with her. Uh, by the way, that's how she got in the coma. I don't know if you mentioned that. She got yeah, in a motorcycle had a accident motorcycle or whatever. Because she's been hanging out with the wrong crowd. Her boyfriend's a drug dealer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what do you guys think about the friends? Oh, they're douchebags. They're, they're also... <laughs> douche? 27? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got the, the, the one pretty boy kid who actually looks like his last name should be Franco. Uh, I think his name's Mike or something. But Oh, guys. Uh, Mariah, just came in. Just give me a minute. Mariah! Mariah! Mariah, come here! Mariah! Alright, guys. I am literally the only one that can hear you right now. <laughs> <laughs> then go get Mariah so we can stop yelling! Mariah! Mariah, Stephen, Izzy, say hi. No, they said come here! We gotta talk to you about a movie. <laughs> she hasn't seen it. Even better. What? Looks like you're naked. No, I'm wearing boxers, babe. <laughs> we are naked. It's a pantless podcast. Hell yeah. It's fucking... It, if you were as warm as I am right now, you wouldn't be wearing clothes either. Well, you aren't wearing clothes. Take it off. Take it off. <laughs> Who's saying we No, are? that actually would make it worse. I am literally sweating down my back. Uh, okay, just hold on, hold on. <laughs> Here comes that slow pan shot up the butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear <laughs> just, It'd help if you joined us, Mariah what? Yeah, uh, Yes, I'll be done by then Yes, why? Okay, yeah, I'll be done by then she wants that D Brendan's gonna get laid tonight I'm so glad I have headphones on right now <laughs> <laughs>
Brendan, you're gonna get fucked by Mariah. <laughs> I'm like externally 90% sweat right now. I don't know if that's a good idea. Noob. Oh, God. It's such a good look. Everybody loves people who are glistening. The Rock's built a career on it. <laughs> yeah, The Rock also has muscles. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm good now. Whatever you want to go. All right, to. all right. Let's see, where were we? Talk about her friends. <clears throat> oh, yeah, her friends are douchebags. Uh, but yeah, the, the one stoner kid, he's like retarded, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, oh, he's hanging out with the hanging out with a bad crowd. And he's like, yeah, I know. And he's like, dumbass, she's talking about us. Oh, yeah, babe, they're high, they're getting high on their own supply. Yeah, well, they're high drug dealers. Come on. Yeah, Steve. Yeah. What the fuck? My, my bad. My bad. All right. So if you come to this podcast prepared next time, <laughs> shut up. Do your research. <laughs> you know, like, let me see those notes. Do you even have notes? I do. I can read half of them. Okay. All right, so a few days later, the daughter they bring the daughter back home. Wait, how do we know it's a few days later, Steve? Because it says, three days later. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Unnecessary title cards. <laughs> yeah, right. um, oh, that's right. When the daughter comes back, she, she wants to see Joe. And, and he's like, it's really weird because like, like Joe comes in and she's like, hey, hey, how's it going? Oh, I, th- I thought I lost you there for a bit or whatever. He's like. Uh, you only saw me for like three seconds, but um, you need some water or anything? And well, here, I'll, I'll get your mom. I'll get your mom. <laughs> My mom's here, and then she's really confused when her mom walks in, and then yeah, and then she says, "A running line in this movie. I don't do good on my own." <gasps> dun dun dun. Yeah, we'll find out what that means later. Well. You know, Julie, the mom, she's uh, she's really thankful for uh, for Joe's help. <laughs> yeah, she is. And uh, yeah, invites him in for a cup of coffee. Oh, no, I really got to get somewhere in the south in three days. <laughs> get to Biloxi or Biloxi. something. Yeah. And then what does his mind immediately go to, Steve? And is he? Oh, or is it her mind? I think it's his I mind. I think it's both. I think it's both of them. It's they them fucking up, on the couch. They end up going straight to Pound Town. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> Wait a second. Before we even talk about that, we need to talk about the setup to that. Okay. Yes. Because <laughs> he says... Because she's like... She wants to... Uh, she clearly wants to fuck. And he's like, I haven't had sex in a long time. Yeah. I don't remember how to do it. I can show you how. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like... He's like... You, you want to have sex? Like, you want to have sex, huh? Yeah. Huh? You want to have sex? Yeah, let's have sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's do that. Yeah. Ah, yeah, let's ah, have sex. Right oh. the back door. Did you notice? Did you notice that her bra like appeared and disappeared like three times? Oh yeah. Well, the lamp, the lamp got like, knocked down and broken, and then it popped up in the next scene when they were having a cigarette. <laughs> it's not the only thing that popped. Up. Like he took her. He took her bra off, and then in the next... He's, like, literally grabbing her tits, and then in the next scene, her bra is, like, fastened on. Well, yeah, I mean, come on, you're gonna be in that position, you gotta make sure the girls are strapped in. Like, magically? <laughs> no, 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 they just cut the scene where she, she said, oh, hold on a second, hold, hold, hold on just a sec. on. I don't want to get knocked out. Just a sec, just a sec, just a sec, just a sec. <laughs> Uh, what would you guys do if you were, were having sex with a girl and she was like, hold on, I gotta put my bra back on for a second? Um, <laughs> I think you've got like three before I'm done. <laughs> I mean, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? 
What I said was, I respect your decision. Please put your bra on. I will wait okay, here patiently. I also don't care for uh, Nick Cage's yummy noises when he kisses her. Oh, yeah. He's like, It's like us doing a low high cue. Basically, he's like, Yeah. So, yeah, so they bring the daughter back home after that. And Joe ends up taking her to her room and setting her in bed. And she says, No kiss goodbye? What? At this point, he's still not questioning. No, he's just like, oh, whatever. She's got a, she's got a head trauma thing going on. She's outside of her mind. Ooh, I'll t- I'll yeah. take a hit off some of her meds though while I'm consoling her mother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whenever whenever someone has a coma, they always wake up super horny. I get it. Yeah, yeah. duh. <laughs> yeah, but then it's a cliche uh, for a reason. And unfortunately, Joe's got to get back to work. But uh, also, his truck's been repoed because he hasn't paid dues in a couple months. Well, yeah, because he he gets a Biloxi three days late, so they're not going to pay him. And they're going to end up on his track. That's the random southern place he's going to. I forgot. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, the friends come back, and we find out that, I guess, Billy has uh, amnesia. The daughter has amnesia from the accident. And since Joe can't go anywhere because he doesn't have a truck, he uh, he basically says, well, maybe I'll... uh, I'll stick around for a little bit and help out, you know. Uh, but he does offer some sage wisdom, guys. Oh, what is that sage-like wisdom? He says, a man without a truck is not a man. Words to live by. Good thing you've got your let's just Let's just soak that in. Yeah. Okay. So then they uh, get high and drunk and uh, smoke some of that good weed, and this is where it starts getting a little weird, guys. Oh, the good weed that they took off the drug dealer boyfriend. Yeah, that's right. Oh, who Franka Potent says he's a dope dealer. Could, well, Get that's it? how she knows it's the good stuff. It's because he's, Cause he's, he's dope, dope and he also deals uh, dope. Uh. <laughs> uh, so then we start getting the legendary Nicolas Cage laugh. <laughs> and, uh, yes. <laughs> and it's like that laugh you do at parties when you want to make, you want to make the person who told the joke feel good. Cause no one else is laughing. <laughs> It's like an Amadeus laugh. (laughs) Oh, Nick Cage and Amadeus. Let's do it. Yes. Who would he play? Mozart or Salieri? Salieri. He's he's got Salieri all over. Oh, yeah. Sorry, F. Murray Abraham. You've been replaced. (laughs) Oh, no. It's his only job. (laughs) Oh, what about Blood Monkey? Yeah. Oh, you're right. That'll sustain his fucking life. (laughs) Sustained his top ramen diet for at least two years. (laughs) He was right. the highest paid actor in that movie. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, but uh, around this time, I get a little high, a little drunk. Nick Cage uh, decides he wants a little uh, little intimacy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, but my daughter, she's in the other room. Oh, oh, it's okay. I guess we should just go to bed then. I like to sleep in the nude. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just sleep here on this on this couch. Uh. Yeah, then they uh, consent to some quiet sex. Um, however, Woo! that ends almost immediately. Woo! He starts going fucking Ric Flair, and you're like, oh, you look like the exorcist! Oh, Say it! You got, the, you, you got the reference in! <laughs> Wrestling reference! <laughs> oh, like the exorcist! Um. Ah! Fuck me! Fuck me! Ah! 
I I I uh, I have a question, and then I forgot what my question was, so just continue. Was it is that the correct line from Exorcist? Like, I believe it says "Let Jesus fuck you." I think it. There was, I think it was saying was, quoting Scary Movie Two though. There was a moment before this though where it was after the scene. You, you talked about how he uh, got his truck repoed, right? Yeah. yeah. There's a scene where, I don't know if you guys notice this or if I just look too much into it. When he comes back to the house and he knocks on the door, he has this really weird pose when she answers. Oh, yeah? He like He's, like, looking down or whatever, yeah. and then he looks up as if, like, that was the joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was, like, looking down the whole time. I, and he's like, ah, it's me! Yeah, I, I, I think he was, like, referencing himself as a joke, because that's, like, Wild at Heart or, like, an old movie he was in or something. <laughs> Oh, just wait, listeners. Just me, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> listeners, if you think that was meta, just, just wait. Just fucking wait. Oh, yeah. The most meta, incredible thing in movie history is coming up. Mm, All right, so after they fuck like the exorcist trying to be quiet. Woo! Um, <laughs> Where did they fuck Steve? Everywhere! Yeah. In the dining room, or I don't know. No, on the couch. On the couch, probably on the table, so, on the kitchen counter. counter. Everywhere yeah. is accurate, then. In the shower, holding our bodies up on the stairs. Anyway. <laughs> Shout out to 112. Did we go yes. in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, the next morning, like, Billy starts going through things, looking through drawers and checking out pictures and stuff. Joe decides he has to go drain the main vein. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who don't know what that means, he's got to take a piss. I've never said that, but I've heard it so many times in movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just one of those things where it's like, is that a thing, or is it just a thing that movies created? I'm sure somebody says it. Well, I mean, probably the actor in the first movie where they said it. Oh, in the cage. Yeah, I'm sure that's <laughs> it was definitely what he Nick says Cage. all the time. Uh, but uh, then he stumbles by, sees uh, Billy in her room, checking herself out in the mirror, mm. naked. She got a nice caboose. Yeah. I can say that because she's 27 in this movie, so it's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> she's definitely... Wait, how old do you think the character is supposed to be? Oh, 17. Oh, so yeah, 17 or 18 or something. Okay, yeah. so it makes... So this is pretty gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, that's just it. It's supposed to be gross. I think she... I, I think okay. her mom says, like, many times she's a teenager, which, you know, technically 19... 13 to 19 range, mm. but... I don't know. I definitely got the, I, like, that she's... No, you know what? I don't think she's underage, because I think Mom would have screamed that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she must be 18 yeah. or 19. I think she even mentioned, like, community college or something like yeah. that. She, oh, point. yeah, she would be in, in community college instead of hanging out with the drug dealers. Yeah, dealers. yeah, exactly. Okay. I, I know that they have a really cold kitchen. <laughs> yes, they do. Oh, and I, wait, how do you know that? Um, <laughs> the thermostat on the wall, of course. Yeah. When she was walking down the <laughs> yeah. hall, the thermostat obviously said 54 degrees. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly why I guessed that. <laughs> why, was there something else in that scene I couldn't have noticed? I, I don't believe so. <laughs> something else? Wait, I don't know if we skipped this part, but... <laughs> sorry, I just... My notes are so random, Steve. <laughs> Nobody um, wears a bra at all in this movie. Bras are banned from this movie <laughs> except for during sex scenes. <laughs> but there is a moment... Yeah, during parts of sex scenes. <laughs> There is a moment where she asks Nick Cage if he wants a beer, and he says, did the Tin Man have a sheet metal cock? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody uses that one, am I right? Oh, I know Steve uses it three or four times a day. <laughs> Probably now. So after Joe sees Billy naked and drains the main vein, I assume several ways, 
we cut to a scene where they're watching wildlife videos or something and uh yeah. like a like a lion tearing apart a gazelle or something and uh billy just kind of reaches over under a blankie and starts giving joe a handy Oh, why did you say Blanky? That made it so much worse. <laughs> it's this Blanky, and he's getting a handy. It, it was Grandma's old Afghan blanket. Just yeah. <gasps> I'm just putting a Blanky over our lappies and blankie, giving you a, a handy. It's a Blanky made by Gam Gam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so uh, when that happens, Joe's surprised. He's not resistant in any way, but... No. Would you? No. Would you fight I mean, I'd be like, oh, maybe she... Maybe she's got that brain trauma thing. She's just a little confused. Maybe she thinks that's her cock. Right? Maybe wait till your mother is gone. Oh no! Yeah, the mother's like preparing dinner right behind her, like asking Billy, questions. Will like, you help me? No, I'm tired. Uh, I'm tired. What? What does she say? She's like, I'm making such and such, and she's like, I don't even like that. Yeah. Oh, do you want okra? I don't even like okra. Mm. Since when? Since now? Since ever? Um, I have a question. Yeah. What the fuck is okra? <gasps> Babe, why don't you explain okra to the Canadian? Oh my god, you've never had okra. Is it like maple syrup? No. No, it's a vegetable. Canadian bacon? No, it's a vegetable. Oh, okay. So it's, um, you know you know how trees are green? They're... they're <laughs> I mean, in theory, yes. <laughs> there are little plants that are like miniature trees that you can, like, you consume. They're called vegetables. So it's... Wait, so like broccoli? Yeah, it's sort of like a broccoli, except for this one. Uh, It's sort of shaped like a pepper, but it tastes more like a broccoli. And then the inside (laughs) of it's full of snot. Uh, okay. And if you think I'm lying, Google it. (laughs) Kids, what we're trying to say is eat your vegetables. Oh my god, okra is delicious, though. I, I, you know what? I, like... 95% 95% of vegetables, so I I probably would like you it. like okra. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's what makes gumbo awesome. <laughs> Guys, thank you for introducing me over the air to uh, okra. I'm going to send you okra cutting videos so you can see the snot on the inside. <laughs> That's That sounds like a very depressed okra. <laughs> <laughs> Just the cutting. Oh, and also they, cut, they come from Oklahoma. <laughs> that sounds like a racist version of Oklahoma. <laughs> Well, you know, those those Chinese railroad workers had to just settle somewhere. <laughs> oh, God! Oh, Oklahoma! Oh, no, I'm done. <laughs> Alright, so back at uh, Joe's Handy. <laughs> yes, oh, Joe's Handy. That's right, okay, so after this, uh, this hand job scene that we never really see whether he finishes or not, we get uh, Joe <laughs> on the phone Sorry. talking to uh, Larry, whoever Larry is. It's the second time in this movie he's talking to Larry, the guy that basically repoed his truck. And each time he's yeah. talking to him, I feel like it's like a real conversation he had with his eight, uh, manager or something. Because right. it happens back at the beginning of the movie. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, things are going good. I got like uh, three projects going. Yeah, I'll have that money for you. Don't worry. Mr. Cage, we're, yeah. we're ready when what you was are. That? We're ready to begin shooting. Oh, okay. Um, just keep rolling. Let's go. Uh, uh, Su- Susie, is is Nick? Is he coming back to the set? Or <laughs> you don't just shoot around him? Just shoot around him. Uh, I would, but like he is the only actor in the yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I'm, what I'm saying when I say shoot around him, I mean just shoot him, and we'll figure it out. Uh, like, uh, like shoot the lamps. Uh, yeah, no, just shoot the conversation. It doesn't uh, even matter. Uh, All right, let's go. I, I mean, okay, like action, I guess. Oh right. <laughs> uh, hi. Right. No, I can't pay you this week. And, I can't... 
I don't know when I'm gonna be able to pay you. Yeah, yeah. And then this scene, he's like, "Ah, oh, I can't, I can't get out of this shithole. I don't have a truck. Ah, oh. <laughs> what do you expect me to do? I can't do my job without this." Yeah. This movie is fucking insane. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so it's at this. Uh, I, I, sorry, I don't know. No, I was gonna read a note, but I don't know if I'm jumping ahead. Uh, is it about uh, Joe's backstory about his wife and child? Um. No, it's about what he, how he threatens Billy at one point. Oh, because she's obviously super horned up and wants to fuck yeah. him. Yeah, right. We've established that at this point. Oh yeah, and he threatens her with a spanking. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. I'm like, not the best way to get a horny like 18 year old to leave yeah. you alone. If you don't stop, I'm gonna shove a 10 inch cock up your ass. Uh, that's kind of what I'm looking for, so... I'm confused. Oh, it's what we're both looking for. I guess I'll keep talking. I'll be right back as soon as I find a 10-incher. All right. Um, but yeah, we, this is where we also find out that uh, how uh, Joe's wife and daughter died. Aww. How, how was that, babe? Wait. Fire. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, 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 He was away on a three-day haul or something like that, and a fire started in their ha- their home. They just paid off or whatever, and yeah, they were both consumed. Very teary scene. Very teary. A three-day tour. But they said the smoke got to the little girl before the fire did, so at least there's that. Oh. And, of course, after hearing this sad story, Julie decides, you know what? I'm going to use my five hundred dollars to go pay off Larry and get your stuff out of your, out of your truck, so you at least have the memories of your wife and daughter. You don't have to do that. Memories. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. You said memories, and it reminded me of something later. Memories. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did you did did you guys notice that her accent like kept slipping in and out? Oh too? yeah. Well, you know she's okay. she's German, but she's been living in the South. She's a little confused, you know. And they do, you know, they do address that she is German. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. at least <laughs> that's. What, but that made it crazier to me because I was like, okay, so you're addressing. Why didn't she just like straight through use her German accent? Like that—that that was weird. I thought not everyone can be Michael Fassbender. Um, everyone can be Michael Fassbender, and with that attitude, nobody can be Michael <laughs> Fassbender. <laughs> good point. Good point. All right, so Julie goes uh, into town or whatever to get stuff. But Billy has other ideas and tries to seduce Joe, getting in some nice steamy red lingerie. Yeah. And, She's so hot. Yeah. And at this point, she reveals she knows Joe. I know you better than you know yourself, Major. How do you know my last name? I already told your mother my last name. Right. It's like I checked your ID. Like, what? I've been rifling yeah. your wallet for days. You ain't noticed? Yeah, right. <laughs> But then she also mentions, don't you miss Sarah? How do you know my wife's his daughter? How do you know that name? How do you know that name? <laughs> what a good bird! What a good bird! Yes. Billy's body has been possessed by the soul of his ex-wife, Mary. The worst human it's being just like in the, the world. Secret. Yep, just like The Secret. <laughs> Which is a movie no one's ever seen. Yes. But instead of the lifeless vessel that is David Duchovny, we have Nicolas Cage in the role yeah. of Flatman. <laughs> instead of it being his daughter with the soul of his wife, it's eh, his girlfriend, fuck buddy's daughter. Yeah. yeah. So it's slightly less weird. Yeah. We can get a whole uh, lot yeah, weirder. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. 
so what happens after that, Brandon? It, what, what, it's, yeah. it's, it's my uh, Biloxi accent. Brenda, hurry up. Hold on. Hold on. What are, what are we at right now? Are we at where they start fucking? Oh, we are, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Are we at that part, Steve? Yeah, we're at the best part uh, of the movie. Not, not, not quite the meta part. <sighs> oh, okay. Yeah, j- um, I guess they just start fucking. Yeah, yeah. Jip, Joe, and but Billy they're just start to their trailer. Fucking. Yeah. Which is weird because they're, they're fucking in a trailer, but then... Turns out they lived in a house where they had their house fire, so... Yeah. Oh, my God. No, I just uh, clicked. They're yeah. fucking in the back of his truck. Exactly. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which, I just want to note that Nicolas Cage is 27 years older than this actress. That's it? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's... Uh, that, that seems conservative. It's kind of hard to watch, but at the same time... Eh. It's a little weird because she's playing younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's a tip that a little bit. Yeah. Um also I want to say that when so they have a near they have a near uh a close call <laughs> because Franco Patent comes home after she pays for his like fucking fines or whatever. Yeah. And and I'm going to say that it's probably that she says, "So, like how was your day?" and <laughs> the worst thing to say is probably, oh, your daughter's in the next room. Nothing happened. Yeah, exactly. Nothing happened. I think she was sleeping or something. I don't know. I didn't see her. What? Definitely no sex stuff. Nothing was weird. You smell like a stripper. <laughs> yeah. I didn't fuck her. That's <laughs> I didn't fuck wrong. her if that's what you're saying. Right? Um, <laughs> I wasn't, but now I'm questioning it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I got a penis. I mean, I got to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, he's the most obvious guilty person I've so ever seen. So fucking guilty. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But close call. No no make, though. Uh, then we get a nice little, basically a montage of uh, some weird shit, like him working on a motorcycle, and then he and Billy start spraying each other down with the, well, the hose. Well, because this, is, this and... is where Mom's starting to get suspicious. <laughs> suspicious my ass. <laughs> Might as well be following the trail. <laughs> Uh, didn't she watch the trailer she should know what's yeah, going right? on yeah right yeah yeah so after a little uh, wet t-shirt contest with Nicolas Cage oh yeah then there's like the I don't know there he she like dream catches him in the act but then she like wakes up and she's just in bed like oh oh I guess they're not fucking oh that was weird I don't know why they had that scene yeah well because because she's in tune with the other side and whatnot yeah but was it supposed to be just a dream it was a dream, but then it really happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because she sees the future. So she's also like a dream lord. She's also Freddy Krueger. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I like it. I'm in. Oh, then there's the scene where Joe's a little distracted while having sex with Julie. <gasps> yeah. He's like, I don't know. I'm just not, uh, just not feeling it, I guess. I don't know. I, I just wrote, not tonight, Nick Cage as a headache. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the voodoo doctor. Yes, well, well, well nurse, th- th- there's nurse. a little scene while that's going down where Billy goes into the kitchen and grabs a knife because she's so angry this woman's having sex with her husband. But then Joe stops her and says, don't don't worry, baby girl, we'll figure this out or some bullshit like that. Yeah. But uh, at this point, Julie's a little suspicious because her daughter's not acting like her daughter and Joe's a creepy motherfucker living with them now. Right? And, and, and I think Billy also refers to... Like, obviously, she's not really Billy. Oh, yeah. But she refers to who would be her father as 
uh, Franco Potenti's like husband. Your husband, yeah. She says like your husband, yeah. Your father, young lady, yeah. Yeah, like, we, like I don't think I've ever said to my mom, "Hey, your husband is driving me crazy." <laughs> I have, like, but mostly during my parents' divorce. Okay, that's fair. My parents are also divorced, Izzy. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yay, divorced parents! Woo! Alright. Hashtag represent. Hashtag wiping up whiskey tears. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah, so, uh, so Julie goes to console apparently her only friend in the world, the uh, Haitian nurse. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't understand why this subplot exists. <laughs> Be- because they, you gotta. Because it's exposition, darling. Because it has other- to go somewhere. Yeah, uh, otherwise you'd have to hear this, this explanation. <laughs> Of uh, this mystical spiritual world through a horrible German accent instead of a horrible Haitian accent. <laughs> well, that's her real German accent, I think. Well, yeah, but she's trying to cover up the... Anyway. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Like the broken accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but while she's meeting up with the nurse, it's uh, a Nick Cage fuckfest that's going on back at the house. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're just like my part. wife. Oh. Oh, oh but... He likes to talk a little dirty, and, uh, Brendan, Brendan, what, what specific piece of literature does Joe like to read from when he's making sweet love to the teenage body of his, uh, wife? Well, ladies and gentlemen, while Nick Cage and this young lady are fucking... I'm sorry, Joe. Joe and this young lady are fucking... Joe, oh yeah, no, we should specify this right now. The character Nicholas Cage is playing is named Joe. And the character that Penelope Mitchell is playing is Billy slash Mary, since it's the soul. Yes. Yeah. Just so while Joe, played by Nicholas Cage, is fucking Billy slash Mary, played by uh Penelope Mitchell, he is reading from a I'm assuming like a book of erotic poetry. Yeah. Called Memories, and it is a book that is written by, and it says right on the cover, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. By the way, this... I know you're all going immediately to Amazon to see if it's a real thing. We have terrible news. <laughs> terrible it's the news. Worst thing that's ever happened in the history of bad things have happened on this podcast. It is not real. It... However, <laughs> the next time Nick Cage is in money troubles, he may want to consider this. Steve and Izzy. Yes. Steve and Izzy. Brendan. Steve and Izzy. I have been doing my podcast for three years now. Yes. I, myself, and you know, with Nathan as well, we've joined you guys many times. Indeed. Right. Indeed. This is the single craziest fucking thing <laughs> I have ever seen in any movie ever made. I don't think you watch. I can say that. Movies. I can say that without looking back at any other movie. <laughs> this is fucking absurd. Nick Cage as Joe reading from a book of erotic fan fiction by Nicolas Cage? Yes. <laughs> While fucking the ghost of his dead wife in the body of a young <laughs> nubile teenager? When you say it like that, it sounds even crazier than we made it sound earlier. <laughs> This is a real movie, guys. This is a movie. Up to this point. Okay, arguably, yes, unintentionally hilarious, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not a comedy. No, not a comedy. Not a comedy by any stretch. 
And you guys may be wondering, how the hell did we miss this movie? Everybody was all up in their own shit about how amazing Mandy was in theaters at the same time. They had this waiting okay. for them, streaming online. <laughs> I will say that I fucking love Well, Mandy's fantastic. But, oh, Don't get taking, it twisted. We're but, not taking anything away from Mandy, but the reason you all missed this is because you were all up your own asses about Mandy, and you missed the real crazy movie. Listen, though. I have seen Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. I have seen Deadfall. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing compares to this moment Ghost in Rider's cinema. Ghost of Vengeance. <laughs> I actually haven't seen it. Oh, oh, shit. Coming next week. But this this moment in cinema is unparalleled to anything else. This is, it is the best. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to come up with anything. Most fucking psychotic thing I have ever seen. <laughs> One of the lines from the book is your... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Everybody be quiet. Everybody be quiet. Brendan's got to focus. <laughs> I, can't even read. I think we broke okay. Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> One of the lines in Memories by Nicolas Cage, read by Nicolas Cage's character Joe, says, Your peach juice cascaded over my golden cock. Yeah. Well, you know, we, as we it. know from, if we've learned anything from other movies, it's that Nicolas Cage could eat a peach for hours. How did this movie pass us by? <laughs> um, we're talking about anything. it, my friend. It we're sharing it with by. the world right now. We should have known on day two of the movie's release. <laughs> I, I'm surprised nobody like took a picture of this this prop that was Memories by Nicolas Cage, yeah. posted it on their Instagram, and instantly got like a million followers and retweets or whatever. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> when I searched Memories by Nicolas Cage, because you know I paused this movie for ten minutes at this point and did a Google search. I was so upset that the first thing that didn't come up was Amazon. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Coming soon. No, uh, no. <laughs> I just wanted to give that the appropriate weight it deserves. Yeah. All right. Craziest thing in cinema you've ever seen, right? The craziest. Well, it's the craziest thing in cinema Julie has ever seen, too, because she comes back mid-fuckfest. Yeah. <laughs> and then Nicolas Cage has to explain exactly what's going on. She takes it pretty well. She takes it very well. She takes it better than Steve would take it. Yeah. She, okay, Nicolas Cage basically chases her down because she's running to, I don't know, get a shotgun and end this party. Or at least go get a shot. Whoa, whoa, Julie, Billy's dead. That's Mary in there. That is my teenage daughter in there. I don't care who you think she is. That is the body of my little girl. Yeah. He's like, but but it's Mary in there. He's like, we have to stop this. Like, what do you expect me to do? Kill my wife? She's like, who said anything about killing? (laughs) No, no, I want to keep the body alive. It's my daughter's body. Yeah. Have you seen my new book? Yeah, right. Have you read this thing? It's fucking amazing. This author is a goddamn poet. I don't know who this guy is, but fuck, I kind of want to fuck yeah, him. I, I kind of want to fill his golden cock in my peach juice, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and it said, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I just realized something. What? What? Do you remember the the remember the famous line in uh, Con Air when he talks about peaches? Uh, you mean Face Off? You, you mean, you mean, uh, yeah, you mean what races. I mentioned earlier that yeah, you could eat the, a peach for the, hours? The one is you mentioned two minutes ago. Oh, I did. Sorry, I did. 
<laughs> I'm so sorry. I will I will uh, cut myself off, and uh, congratulations. That is what I was going to yeah, reference. We, yeah, we all remember the line, he could eat a peach for hours on top of a golden cock. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's up there with, like, it's Chinatown, you know? It's... <laughs> Oh, you guys have given me a present better than I could ever get from anyone. You're welcome. <laughs> it's because we do truly love you. So Julie's freaking out. <laughs> um, yep. but, uh, understandably. Understandably. Um, but then, bunk, she gets knocked the fuck out by Billy oh, with... It was shit. like a shovel or something she hit her with, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just pong cartoon style. So now Joe and Billy are like, all right, we got to run before she wakes up. We got to get on the... Uh, Okay. I don't have any money, though. I don't even have my truck back or anything. Like, That's okay. I've got an idea. And they go to see her drug dealer friends. Yeah. Babe, what happens for there? So, <laughs> so Billy Billy heads in first. And she's like, hey. And it's like the, the drug dealer guy's like, oh, shit, babe. Didn't know you were up and about. Oh, so good to see you. I got, I got some drugs. Nah, I'm on a lot of morphine right now. Well, there's some beers in the fridge. Help yourself. Yeah. I'm playing video games and my buddy's going to fuck in the corner. <laughs> and then Nicolas Cage runs in. With a baseball with a bat. With a baseball bat. Get me all the money! Bunk! <laughs> Knocks one guy clear the fuck dead. Yeah, one, one would assume. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Franco. I like calling him. <laughs> the little Franco. Yeah, little Franco guy. Dave's little brother. Meanwhile, yeah. the, the uh, stoner guy's reaching for a gun. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Don't do that! Don't do that! No, they're fighting over the gun. They're wrestling. They're on top of each other on the couch, <coughs> just the way Nick Cage was on top of Billy's mom. Ah! Fuck you, like the Exorcist. Ah! <laughs> Not quite. But the uh, gun goes off. <coughs> oh my God, Joe! Oh, oh! I think I think he's dying. We gotta get him to a hospital. No, or we something. gotta go. Grab the money and run. Uh, we okay. gotta get to our house. Do you remember where we live? Oh, fuck it. All right. <laughs> our house is a lovely, lovely house. Right. house. Right. Right. I so try. then we go back to Julie, who's thinking about calling the cops, but then halfway through decides, you know what? Never mind. Uh, this is going to sound retarded. To be Bye. Fair, she has a massive head, co- a massive concussion. Probably needs to figure out like what's going on in her own mind. Yeah, but then there's a knock at the door, and who's there? <gasps> the drug dealer boyfriend! Mikey Franco with a gun! Get, get the fuck on the ground! Get the fuck on the ground! Where the fuck are they? Where the fuck's my money? Fuck oh my god, friend. Michael! Why, why do you have a gun? Shut the fuck up and tell me where the money is! I don't have any that money! Was, that was crazy, by the way. <laughs> I was like, what did she do? <laughs> but, okay, the, the girlfriend shows up, kills his friend, knocks him the fuck out. Where Where yeah. is he gonna go? <laughs> well, yeah, no, well, she, and he knows that it's... Uh, her daughter and her boyfriend. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, he's gonna go to the house. And so, and then, I mean, by the way, yeah, she explains but... this to him and he yeah. takes this really yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like, explains the choke thing and he's like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. cool. Um, so, I guess we're joining forces now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but she's just like, so Joe's dead wife is in the body of Billy, and if I get choked, I can find Billy's spirit and put her back in the body, but uh, we have to find them first. All right. Uh, cool. Any idea where that might be? I don't know. We should look through Joe's memory box. Do, 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 do. And not to be confused with memories by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a sequel, Memories of a Box. <laughs> memories. <laughs> Her peach juice. Anyway. 
<laughs> Cat's gonna drop my golden cock. Yeah, so then we uh, meet up with Billy and Joe. They get to their well, Joe and Mary's old house, but it's been burned up. Um, he yeah. starts, I don't know, fixing it up a little bit so we can get a little fuck shack going. I don't know. I don't know what the plan is at this point. It's basically like, yeah, we're just we're just gonna live here off the side of the road. No one will ever know where we are. It'll be great. And roll credits. Am I right? Right. Uh, well, that doesn't quite Wrong. happen. Because <laughs> uh, Mike and Julie join forces and come to the rescue and just show up there. Yeah. They have a little bit of a standoff, and then uh, Mary reveals the truth about what happened to her and her daughter. Oh shit! What is it? Brendan, do you remember what happened? Hashtag child murder. Welcome to the podcast, Brendan. You know, know, I never did good on my own. (laughs) Yes, Mary. I just wanted you to come home, so I started a fire. You were supposed to come home and save us, but you didn't. Well, did, she was didn't dead she? before the fire even got to her. I just couldn't stand living with her anymore. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, yeah, she kills the daughter before she starts yeah. the fire, right? Yep. Yeah. And then, of course, Nicolas Cage starts having his incredible emotional breakdown. Sarah? <laughs> yeah. Sarah? And then there's the ghost of a child running around and a scary-ass Jack in the box. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> my god yep and then julie gets shot and then billy's back in her body because i didn't understand so julie gets shot so she goes to the nether realm or whatever yeah and like distracts mary's soul yeah so then billy swoops back in the body while oh that's right because the the daughter arguing with the little girl yeah with the daughter yeah sarah Yeah. yeah But I don't understand how Mary's soul was in there because I thought McMary didn't get shot. So Mary was in Billy's body, but because it's not her own body, I don't think she has like like a stronghold in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So her okay. being back in like a place reminiscent of her old life and all of that, it sort of distracted. Yeah, her. yeah. I mean, I agree with you, Izzy. I don't think the movie told us that. That oh, well. yeah, you know, I I think it actually told it a, a slightly different perspective. Um, but they also had to inc- include what was happening to Nicolas Cage at this moment. Yeah, his yeah. character, Joe. Well, what, what is Joe doing in the background, by the way, while this shit's going down? He's uh, dousing himself with gasoline. <laughs> while sobbing. Yeah. While sobbing. The gasoline's covering his tears. <laughs> yes, with, with Leader of the Pack playing in the background. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> and he then he the starts a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Which starts everything. And then he becomes the Ghost Rider. Amazing CGI. <laughs> and he burns down the house. Burning down yep. the house. By the way, he's on fire and like not reacting. Yeah, not reacting. He even like puts the cigarette out on his chest and stuff. And, like, because nope. he can't feel any, any more pain other than the loss of his daughter. Yep. Yep, yep. I don't know. I think fire overcomes most things. <laughs> I, I feel like I can get over my emotional yeah, bullshit if well, I'm on fire. Well, Brendan, mur- have have your wife murder your firstborn, then let yourself on fire, and see what hurts worse. Mariah, get on the phone. No. <laughs> that means one of my kitties going to go. If Mariah murdered one of your kitties, would you light yourself on fire? Yes. There you go. And what would hurt more, the loss of your kitty or the fire? The fire. <laughs> Absolutely <Liar>. the fire. <laughs> I doubt I will heal from the fire. 
<laughs> Time heals all wounds, but not when it's fire. There's entire burn words dedicated to to healing wounds I from fire. Listen, I don't want to look like Mel Gibson in The Man Without a Face or whatever the fuck that's called. <laughs> Mel Gibson wasn't in The Elephant Man Without a Face. Are you talking about machete kills in space? <laughs> no! What are you... What? No. The Man in the it's... Iron Mask, played by Leonardo. There's a Mel Gibson movie where he has, like, no face. Oh, The Man with No Face, yeah. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> the peach juice. Forever young. Golden cock. Air America. Yeah, it's Air America. No, it was Lethal Weapon 3. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Sure, that's the one. Right. So, yes. Gallipoli. So, Nicolas Cage starts on fire, burns the house down, fade to black. Wait, return from black? Yep. <laughs> okay, yeah, explain this, please. Yeah. So then, for the last minute of this movie... Yeah. We go to a flashback where, I don't know, apparently 14-year-old Joe... Walks in on his parents having an argument <laughs> with a shotgun. Is it is it fourteen year old Joe or is this another kid named Joe? I'm assuming it's it. I saw it's a this, kid that looks a lot like a young Nicholas Cage. I probably saw would. this as a sequel bag. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> somebody oh, else's, a prequel bag. Somebody else's spirits in the body of another teen who's gonna get <laughs> fucked. Anyway, blow roll alluring, credits. That is the least alluring sequel tease ever. <laughs> Somewhat, some teens about to get fucked. American Pie. <laughs> the weird years. Yeah, American Pie teenagers. So yeah, so this teenager uh, aims the shotgun at his dad. Fade to black. Plow. Roll credits. Yeah, I don't know why that wasn't in the movie earlier. You know, if anything, I feel like it would have made Joe less of a uh, less of a character, character, a lovable character you could like personify with. But now at the end, now that you know he's kind of a twisted little bastard a little bit, uh, you can you see know, why it started that way. And I don't know, it was unnecessary, but you know what it was to like what I thought when I saw it. I thought it was like a case where you know when you're editing a video and you lay out all the footage. <laughs> And you put a couple scenes at the end. You're not sure what you're going to do with them yet. You just kind of have them there. And I feel like the editor accidentally left this at the end. And then just put the credits after and was like, submitted it. And then they didn't have enough time to it, fix first it. First screening at Sundance, they're like, oh, fuck. Criteria, let's do this it. This was at Sundance, babe. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, well, I just or, oh, I'm sorry, on, did a movie with Brent that was at Sundance. So if that was at Sundance, this it's is a, probably it at Sundance. It was at Con. The, the, the Toronto Film Festival. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Tiff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, would you recommend Between Worlds? One thousand uh, percent. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know if this was a real movie. <laughs> this is. The would you point. recommend this trailer? This eighty-seven-minute trailer. I, I would recommend everyone in the world. Regardless of race, creed, <laughs> religious orientation, watch this film. It will change your life. <laughs> this should be mandatory viewing for all high school students. <laughs> yes. You need to watch this and Mandy as a double feature. 
And this is how come Nicolas Cage is a patron saint of our podcast. Indeed. Oh, and this, this was movie just last was... year. The, both of those masterpieces were made. He's cranking out like five of these a year now. Uh, Everything that happened in this movie, I was like blown away by. Like everything surprised me. Right? Yeah, this so is... that sounds like the highest of recommendations to me. Oh, uh, insane. Uh, speaking of recommendations, Brandon, do you know about his upcoming movie, Jiu-Jitsu? No. Oh, how how is that possible? Okay, this is a movie coming out later, I assume later this year, early 2020. Nicolas Cage, friend of the podcast, Elaine Moosey, Tony Jaw. That's right. It's a okay. martial arts movie starring Nicolas Cage from the uh, director and producer of the new Kickboxer reboots that they've been making that are pretty amazing. Yeah. But it's okay. martial arts versus aliens. With Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah. Is Nicolas Cage an alien? We don't know We'll yet. find out. <gasps> well, either way, he is. <laughs> Look, there's a spoiler alert. Yeah, they they just completed filming, so now they're on to editing. Hopefully, it'll be coming in a month or so. No, I don't know. <laughs> oh. Wait, did we mention... I just want to throw this real quick thing in. Uh, the survivors of this movie were Billy and her boyfriend. Everyone else Oh, yeah, it. everybody else. I'm pretty sure they even went back and killed Ricardo sometime along the way in a deleted scene. I hope so. You know, I'm not saying people deserve to die, but in this movie... <laughs> By the way, that guy uh, that Joe beat up in the like opening scene there, the truck stop or whatever? Yeah. Oh yeah, he died. Oh, he's dead. He had like a brain hemorrhage or something. Yeah, no, Nick Cage did that thing where he pushed his uh, the, the bone in his nose up into <laughs> his, his skull brain. and kills oh, yeah. him like three days later. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think what Nicolas Cage does, there's a deleted scene. He actually chokes himself and then saves that guy's soul. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see in the Because he is the ghost rider. So, and then that guy's soul is what goes into the body of the uh, the young kid named Joe and shoots the dad, starting the movie over again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have fun facts, more beer. Woo! <gasps> and what we learn from Between Worlds. That's going to have to be a whole separate podcast, Steve. I know. <laughs> we're running out of time. Hey, everybody. You like listening to podcasts, right? Well, what if I told you that you could get paid to listen to them? Well, with this new PodCoin app, that's exactly what you get. Uh, you can listen to everything I learned from movies or any and all of your other favorite podcasts. And the whole time you're earning pod coins that you can donate to charity or exchange for gift cards to places like Amazon and Starbucks uh, for something you'd be doing anyway. Just download PodCoin in the App Store, and as an added bonus, if you sign up with a special code STEVEIZZY, you get 300 PodCoins just for signing up. I use it for all my podcast listening now, and it's great. I'm already well on my way to Amazon gift card. Cha-ching! Uh, so yeah, download the PodCoin app, use the code STEVEIZZY, and you're already 300 PodCoins ahead of the game, and using a great podcatcher. Check it out today. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. Yeah, no big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking? You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Hi guys, we interrupt your favorite podcast to 
interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we – I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't the same. You tried. One man trying to make a difference. These rats could help us find the cures to literally all disease and ailments. They're also my friends. I've even taught them to sign, and I can understand them. (laughs) Oh, Snuggles, you're too much. But doing good can come at a cost. I don't understand. Snuggles is growing at a tremendous rate. What's the CRM VX8? No. No, no, that was an experimental growth hormone for plants that helped cure world hunger, but... If it was injected into Snuggles, who did this? Dr. Caster Goodspeed, you work for us. You need to remember that. Your creations are our creations. What have you done? What have you put this into? I've changed the world. There are reports of a dragon in the swamps of New Orleans. That's not a dragon. That's a chameleon with bat wings. Jub-Jub! You injected Jub-Jub?! He's gone! Snuggles is gone! There are now also reports of a giant nutria terrorizing Canal Street. That's Snuggles! We have to get to the French Quarter. (laughs) Snuggles, it's okay! It's me! I'm your friend. What are you so afraid of? No. Not the bees. Not the bees! Academy Award winner Nicholas Cage. Academy Award winner Marissa Tomei. Academy Award winner Christopher Walken. Alright, alright, alright. I heard you had some vermin that need some exterminating. And Academy Award winner Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> From the director of San Andreas, Rampage, and Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. What do you say, Snuggles? Let's take them out. You get the bee with porcupine quills and acid spit, and 
I'll get Jug Jug. Rat Cage. Coming this summer. Straight to DVD. Whoa. Hi, this is Johnny Sammy Ginley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. All the best. Oh, but Brendan, sorry, real quick before we come back. We will yep. eventually have to send you video of the most horrifying object that Steve owns that's been waiting for him in this house we moved into. It is a robo-panda with a baby. Uh, yes. <laughs> it is horrifying, right. and now it has survived a rollover accident. Yep. All right, so Steve I'm is afraid sure of technology like June Diane Raphael. Raphael. Oh, no, no, this is his. Like, th- he had this oh, okay. prior to us getting married. Prior to us meeting. And I'm pretty sure it's what caused the accident. <laughs> Why we- Memories by Nicolas Cage. Memories. All right. Everybody ready? <clears throat> yep. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve. Ah! Those ads, they were phenomenal, Brendan. <gasps> but d- d- would you say they were the greatest ads in ever out of the history? Oh my god, he said it! <laughs> <laughs> and everybody made dolphin noises. <laughs> you guys are weirdos. <laughs> So, Steve, I think we are far too sober to continue talking about this movie. Absolutely. I'm almost sobering up to where this movie makes sense. Let's go. (laughs) Impossible. There's no level of sober where this movie makes sense. Well, then get me drunk so maybe it'll make sense. But we have, in honor of the late, great Benoit Casper, part of the Barrel Age series. (laughs) Who's he? (laughs) Benoit Balls. Are you asking me? We have a song. I miss Benoit Casper Brewing. They had fantastic beer. So in their honor, I'll pop my top. Oh, my top! Oh, my top! Oh, shit! Babe, over your cup, over your cup, over your cup, your cup to your right. Fucking cup, cup, cup. Right there. It's right there, babe. Get out of my way and I can grab it for you, even. <laughs> Hold on. My wife is just snorting Saison. <laughs> All right, that's good. That's good. That's good. The uh, podcast. Did you just break the podcast? I think. I think my wife's gonna drown. It's okay. All right, babe. Okay. <laughs> it has to feel like I'm drowning to work. Do you, Do you see spirits that can, you can take over bodies and? <laughs> How to get burned? Oh. I, I want to say oh. something so bad. All the beers to aspirate. Oh, okay. I'm back. <laughs> so any... It sounds like you just fucked Nicholas Cage. So any hints of clove or any... <laughs> it definitely tastes barrel-aged. <laughs> it's like peach juice running down a golden cock. <laughs> 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 Hashtag professional. In my unbiased opinion, this is your best episode ever. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely get those golden cock notes on the aroma. <laughs> you know what else? You know what other movie has a golden cock? <laughs> Rockadoodle. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, I was going to say sweet movie that actually does have a golden cock. <laughs> but I'm not going to top that. Sorry, I'm still dying. <laughs> but I'm better, and I'm covered in Saison. So yeah, it tastes like a Saison who's been aged in a barrel. It's really good. Yeah. Benoit Casper makes fucking great beers. Well, they did. I oh. <laughs> uh, Get old Benoit Casper. We'll miss you, buddy. 
I think I saw the ghost of Benoit Casper. <laughs> I think uh, inhabited by another Chris, brewery. Uh, and Caster Troy, they're they're partying together. Cr- oh no, Benoit Caster! Chris Benoit, <laughs> Chris Benoit is a Casper, if you know what I mean. Oh shit! That's our doorbell. Hey, uh, un momento. Oh, somebody coming into the podcast. <laughs> Hello, Mister Rogers. Hey, everybody. Hello there, neighbor. Hello there, neighbor. Would you like to come into our podcast dungeon? I mean, basement? <laughs> do you guys are you, do you guys live with other people? or? I don't know. Just us in our uh, palatial 3,000 square foot home with the additional oh, okay. garage that's about 700 square feet. Well, Alright, you don't need to fucking brag. Oh, alright. Well, then never mind. No, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's my mom who's uh, just down the street. And you're like, I'm on podcast, podcasting. Bitch. Wait till Mother's Day. God. <laughs> we visit once a year. That's the rule. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We, we already know what we're uh, doing for Mother's Day. Making Izzy. I'll mother. give you a hint. Starman Jeff Bridges and an alien. You going to go see Starman? Oh, we're gonna do Starman for the podcast. Oh, on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay, is that a Mother's that Day mom? movie? No, your uh, niece and nephews. Whatever. Lavar Burton or my uh, my stepdad. Your stepdad is Lavar Burton. Yeah, you didn't know that. Oh shit. Yeah, Steve's mom is. That's why I hate reading. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Does that make it weird for you because you're illiterate? <laughs> <laughs> why? It's voluntary illiteracy. Look, he doesn't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, take a look, okay? It's in a book. It's, it's, it's in a book. A reading. Right you know what? Me. I can do anything. Same old shit. What? <laughs> Alright, so where were we? Alright, where were we? Um, I don't know, you were drinking. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were, it's really good. You were aspirating the beer so you got the <laughs> maximum uh, flavor yeah, profile. Yeah, well, you want to make sure you have a lot of... You want the beer's well oxygenated before consuming. <laughs> So it's a beer judge trick. Yeah. So Steve, do you have any fun facts? Super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. I've got, ah! I've got a few left because we mentioned a couple of them during the movie, like the uh, uh, how many times Nicolas Cage is filmed in Mobile and how many times played a character named Joe. Any guesses what the Rotten Tomato scores for this movie is? If it is anything less than ninety-seven percent, the world is an unfair, cruel mistress. So you're thinking critics gave this movie ninety-seven percent? Yeah. How about you, Brandon? <laughs> oh God, it's probably like forty. Close, thirty percent. However, the audience score is in the high nineties. Brandon, seventy-five. Eighty-nine percent. Woo! What? 89% audience score. A 59% difference from the critics. Because this movie is fucking awesome. What are you talking about? <laughs> you, just, you just declared that this should be mandatory watching. I still cannot believe what you just told me. Okay, okay. Here, let me, let me, let me set this for you. Like, every critic basically has to check out this movie, right? Or at least, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, a third of them would say they, they liked it, right? Oh, that's fair. Give it a positive If you watch this movie just as a random viewer through Netflix, are you watching it because, A, you're a Nicolas Cage fan, B, you thought it was a Christian science movie or something, or C, <laughs> both? I guess, 
A. Yeah, exactly. So 89% of Nicolas Cage fans like this movie. And I'm yeah. assuming the ele- yeah. other 11% are his ex-wives. <laughs> Lisa Marie was not in this. <laughs> the one he was married to for like 18 hours was not a fan. And she made tw- 200 accounts to review it. <laughs> <laughs> so Brendan, Izzy, yeah. Yeah. what did we learn from bet- Between Worlds? That Joe likes to read from Nicolas Cage erotic fan fiction. Yeah. Uh, what did I learn? I, I learned two things. I finally found another reason to choke someone besides pain and sexual gratification. Woo! Third reason! And my other thing I learned is... Now, Nicolas Cage, first of all, never, Nicolas Cage never ceases to surprise me. Every time I think he's going to walk, he runs. Every time I think he's going to zig, he reads from his own book of erotic poetry. <laughs> he is the world's greatest actor. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. insane. This movie is one of the miracles that made him canonized on this here podcast, which Indeed. is why he is a saint. Absolutely. Well, I learned... Steve, what did you learn? I learned uh, that when a girl invites you in for a cup of coffee... It means she wants a one-way ticket to Pound Town. See, and you kept saying you didn't yeah. like coffee. I kept trying to invite you in for coffee. Damn it! And you're like, I don't like, I don't drink coffee. Goodbye. But you still had your top on. How was you? I supposed to know? Yeah, Steve's Steve's not good with subtlety. Yeah. I uh, I also learned if there was a book of Nicolas Cage erotic fan fiction, we out would there own or nine copies already. Everybody who's a Patreon would have one of those fucking books. <laughs> So if you're interested, oh, go to okay. patreon.com slash EILF movies. That's everything okay. on their phone. So, I... so which one are the Patreons going to get first as soon as it's published? Nicholas Me. Cage erotic fan fiction? Or Sven Olsen's book? You know what? He's taken a while to get it translated to English. I may just get it in Danish or whatever and Google translate that bitch myself. Yeah. Okay, no offense to Sven Thorson, but his book is not erotic poetry, is it? No, Like but... a quarter of it. I mean, a lot of it has to do with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, yeah. okay, but but I mean, come on, All right? I mean, come good, on, good point. Be, good point. Yeah, probably, probably <laughs> we'll probably tease him with the Spinal Thorson one, and then bang him with the Nick Cage, yeah. Leave, yeah. leaving their peach just juices like peach just juice. running down, guzzling, guzzling across the interwebs. <laughs> you can be your Patreon will be. The peach juice and all the patrons will be the golden cup. <laughs> exactly. And we just dribble across you all. <laughs> oh, cascading. Well, wow. well, Brandon, thank you for joining us. Um, I believe you're also on a podcast still, is that correct? No, they gave that uh, No. Oh. I-, I am a farmer now. <laughs> Behold Far- his cat farm. Farmersonly.com. City folks just don't get it. But if you... <laughs> Yes, I am on a podcast, and it is called What Were They Thinking? And it is about bad movies, or, you know, ridiculous movies, kind of like what you guys do. And you can find us on all the podcatchers, Podbean, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all that good stuff. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Search for us on Facebook. We have Patreon as well. Search for us there. I also have a second podcast about the British Film Institute Top 100 British Films of All Time. Called Foreskin and Cudrag at FCAS uh, Podcast. It's called for screen and country. And uh, you can actually check out an episode not too long ago with Dr. Zhivago, which we did with these uh, fellers right here, Stephen Izzy. He said it. And uh, you can find us on Twitter at BFI underscore pod. And you can also just search for us on Facebook for screen and country. 
And, you know, it's also on all the podcasters, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. And, of course, uh, keep an ear out for that uh, upcoming episode where we join you for another Nicolas Cage classic. Yeah. Well, actually, when is this airing? Like, in a week or two? Okay, so... Mm, I won't say what it is, but I think you can also head over to uh, what were they thinking around this time? And there may be a Nicolas Cage movie there, which was another collaboration. What? And yes, uh, if Wicker Man does not happen, what? Why would it on, happen? On for why screen would, and country? Yeah. Well, why, well, no, no, it why, will happen. I'm just saying. Let, let let me let me let me start over. Let me start over. If the original Wicker Man, which we were supposed to talk about. Does not happen by the time we get to October. We will just do it in October because it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And then shortly after that, we will, in fact, do the remake with you guys on full screen. <laughs> and, and now for something completely similar. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you guys, you're so nice. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that. Oh my god, Wicker Man. It's going to be great. Oh my god! And the original isn't half bad either. Yeah, but I mean, we yeah. know. Which I've one never seen see. it. I'm excited. What? You've never seen the original? No, I'm excited to watch it. Oh, you're oh, in for a treat. Shit. There's titties in that Lair movie. Yeah. Damn titties. <laughs> sounds, it sounds like Robert Shaw just warned me. <laughs> like doll's eyes, just <laughs> lifeless titties bouncing around. There's titties go in the water, titties stay in the water. <laughs> one by one, they went down. All right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I was on that ship. There were so many titties lost at sea. <laughs> Men drowned. Was it t- Titty Walker, Able Seaman? <laughs> yeah, that's the phrase. You got it, babe. Uh, where can we find you on the social medias? Oh, you can find me on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I believe still at the time of this recording, my Etsy shop is probably still closed due to shop modifications, a.k.a. I'm painting my studio! But you can find all kinds of fun stuff over at my Tee Public at Untidy Venus on Tee Public, and you can get my art on prints and on shirts and on mugs and all kinds of fun stuff. Um, you can also find me at Izzy Creates, I Z Z Y C R E A T E S, on Redbubble, where I also have stuff on all kinds of fun shit. Nice. And if I wanted to go to untidyvenus.etsy.com and like favorite your shop, would that give you me totally... updates on all the new stuff that you make? Absolutely. If oh. you favorite my shop on Etsy, as soon as I reopen and have my big grand reopening party and huge sale, you'll be alerted. Nice. I'll have to do that. And of course, this episode is brought to you by our great sponsors at frankieandmurr.com. Yeah. The finest in aromatherapy and essential oils. And if you use the special code untidy uh you'll save 15 percent on your order orders over 35 dollars have free shipping and you'll have the greatest of everything aromatherapy so great we just moved into this new house that has oh, been yeah. sitting unoccupied for about two years so it's a little stuffy so i have been spraying a lot of the uh, fight the foot funk which is lemongrass and tea tree it's really bright and fresh spraying it around it's just helping liven the place up yeah, totally refresh it, make it feel less like a haunted house and more like a live, lived-in house. Yeah, plus you're helping out this lovely podcast here, Everything I Learned From Movies, where yeah. you can find on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> 
It's time to get busy. Your friend Steve. That's eilfm.podbean.com. Yay, live read. Woo! Well, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Brendan. Go to Podcoin. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Bye.